Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Fanatical Elves Show, part of the Elves Network. We are a bunch of wild and crazy Cleveland Browns fans, bringing you all the latest in Browns news. Tune in now. And good evening and welcome to another Fanatical Elves show on the Fanatical Elves Network. It's a Thursday night and we're a bunch of wild and crazy guys Hi. here. I'm John Suchan. We've got Elliot Pinnell and we've got Steve Gill on the line out there, down there in Nashville. Elliot is secret agent. Elliot, um, I cannot ignore the cool <laughs> shades uh elliot told me not to mention it but you cannot if you're watching this on youtube or the x well, you, you, you know what it is john it's, it's like this is i have a whole bunch of web pages open on my computer and i i just don't like to be seen you know looking all over the place um oh. and so I thought, you know, i'm just gonna wear sunglasses and that way I can look at different things while you're talking and it won't seem so rude. Well, we just love that. That's that's that. Thank you. Um, so it's we're here. Guy, it's the old guy on the beach theory. He can watch all the young girls. Well, and the Blues Brothers. <laughs> I got him. There he's, go. he's folks. He's he looks like a Blues Brother. If you're if you're listening to the show, um, he's. He's Look, dressed we got, young, we got young people who don't, who don't know who even the know Blues who that is yes. and don't care. This is the Cleveland Browns show, so that's, that's <laughs> yes. Jim, is it? It was a Jim, Jim Belushi, right? And Dan no. Aykroyd is John, John Belushi. Belushi. John Belushi. John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Yes, great movie, The Blues Brothers. I wasn't allowed to go to that movie. My my mom and dad went to that movie that was like their their date night i remember that i was too young uh to go see that movie back in the day that was like too hardcore for uh i think i was 11 or 12 at that point so oh elliot um, he was too young how about that (laughs) (laughs) at least i was alive man i talked to a kid you know you know kids today who are born in 2006 2008 2009 i'm like whoa like anyway we're happy that you are here and uh, if you're listening, uh, we are part of the Fanatical Elves Network, and we these guys bring it every week. We've already had some great shows this week. We've been talking about the 53-man roster initially, and then the, the Browns have been very busy this week with lots of moves. I'm going to open it up to Steve and Elliot to kind of talk about that tonight. 
Um, we're going to look forward to next week a little bit after the break as the Browns prep for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they open the season against the Bengals and Joe Schmo, and uh, we're going to talk about Joe Schmo and his uh, pending return on the Bengals or the Bungles. Um, I shouldn't say that the, the fanatical, uh, well, we're part of fans first sports network and the fans first sports network has a great group of, uh, other affiliates, including the Cincinnati Bengals. And I know, uh, I'll be joining one of them next week on their, uh, show, and they're going to be, uh, coming on one of our shows next week. Um, so look forward to that. But in the meantime, also just little news here while we're talking, I, I did get invited to a, uh, a fantasy league. Uh, I don't know, Steve, I know when I mentioned fantasy league, uh, you're, you're thinking something else, but, um, fantasy league draft, uh, tonight. So we're going to, we're going to be entered where we're talking. I'm going to open up this draft and you at home can listen to see what, uh, w- what selections I make. Okay. So, uh, Brown's busy week. Uh, Steve Elliott, what are your, you know, I know you guys have both had your shows this week. I know you've been talking about the 53 and the, and the practice squad guys that have been invited back, including Austin Watkins, who's a star, uh, here in Cleveland. Um, let's just open the floor. Uh, Steve, would you like to start off and then we'll, uh, just have, uh, Elliot join us. Well, um, good to see, uh, Michael Dunn, uh, yeah. come back on the practice squad. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how they're going to sneak him on the roster because they need a guard. Uh, Maurice Hurst. Uh, Alex Wright, uh, who made the roster and everybody thought was going to go on IR, apparently had surgery August 8th. Wow. And he was practicing again today. So looks like the defensive line is uh, pretty set right now. Um, wide receivers have said, good, good to see Marquise Goodwin out there catching long, deep passes from Deshaun Watson. Now the media can calm down about that. Uh. Let's everybody calm down. <laughs> and, you know, um, I I like the fact they picked up, um, oh, who's the quarterback? Uh, uh, P.J. Walker? P. Walker, yes. Yeah, I love the fact they got a veteran quarterback as a backup. Very mm-hmm. important. So other than that, you know, and they uh, did another salary redo with uh, Jedrick Wills. They added did that today, 1. right? Yeah, added about $1.9 million to the cap. They're getting that money ready for next year in 2025. Excellent. Now, let me just throw this in before, Elliot. I wanted you to share out, too, your takes. Um, this, You know, a lot of these national outlets, like on NFL Network and ESPN, some of them who are talking positively about the Browns. Oh, um, that scares like, the hell out of me. Yeah, they're, but they're bringing up guys like – you know, Denzel Ward. Okay. We're talking about Denzel Ward and how he's in concussion protocol and all this stuff. But uh, these outside guys who don't pay attention to what's going on here in Cleveland, like we do, they just throw his name around. Like, like he's this star. And I, I get that to a degree, but it's just, it's frustrating as, as being local fans of the team who follow it. You know, those of you who are listening probably follow the team more than these national guys. It's just annoying as hell. Uh, to get those takes from these guys who know nothing about the Browns there. And we've had national guys give us, you know, first place ratings. And then other guys who are telling us that we're going to go, you know, four and 13 or five and 12. So probably we'll see Which how it all tell you all yes. you need to know, <laughs> which tells us that no one the hell. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't. I mean, it's a Steve. Did you? Yeah. Well, I'll let Elliot. Yeah, Elliot. Well, you know, the the fact of the matter is, is that NFL football is not very predictable. And uh, a lot depends on injuries that we don't know about. It's a small sample size and only plays 17 games. It's not like baseball where Mm -hmm. you play 162 and you have a pretty good idea who the, you know, the best teams are by the end of the the season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, luck plays a big factor and so do injuries. So, yeah, I mean... We don't really know what's what's going to happen, but uh, as far as Denzel Ward is concerned, he is a, a a man who has star ability. He's been a star yeah. in the past. He did have some, you know, very questionable outings 
last season. And I don't know whether it was based on the scheme that they were operating or whether there was something <laughs> going wrong in his game. Or he's still and, suffering uh, from that third concussion. Now he's got four or five. So. I don't know whether his health had anything to do with it or not, yeah, but it, right. you know, the health issue is uh, worrisome. And, um, you know, we don't know what we've got. He's a question mark at this point. Uh, he could be great. He could be somebody that makes all pro. Or mm -hmm. we don't know what his contribution is going to be. We just hope for the best for him. But, uh, yeah, speaking of cornerbacks, I don't know. Is this a good time to bring up all the stuff that I'm upset about? Sure. Absolutely. Like, we we live for these that, moments. Yes, we yeah, do. No, I, I think – you know, once again, this is where reality sets in after all the nonsense is over with summer camp. And one of the popular lines that you read about a million times. I think times we should start. I think, Elliot, we should start calling it just summer camp. We're not going to call it like training camp. Trade I think that's camp. good. I think that's a trademark for you, Elliot. I think we're going to, from this point no, everybody forward, calls it summer we're going to call it. Everybody calls it summer camp. It's. I don't. It's I call it training I, camp. I don't either. OTAs and minicamp can, OTA and minicamp can be spring break and training yeah, camp and summer okay. camp. I love it. Well, Perfect. All right. But anyway, you know, the whole thing is, we hear about this from our, our beloved fans that uh, you know we've got such great depth on our team. We've got guys that could be starting for a lot of teams in the NFL, and they may not even make the squad this season. We hear, That's a classic line that every fan base uses, yeah. and we find out whether it's true or not at the waiver cutdown. And we found out right. there's not a single player – that the Browns waived who got claimed by another team. And that's really so depressing. Can I, can I just pause yeah, just real quick? Hold on. Real quick. I'm, I'm I want to ask started, you. Man. I know. I just want to double check on this. When you say that nobody was picked up on waivers. So I'm just going to throw He's out. He's not so, talking so, practice. That's a fact, man. Okay. Don't argue with me. Active Back to you. Okay. Yeah. No, nobody was picked up on waivers. You know, yeah, not that they weren't signed to the practice squad. Wait, but there I was nobody you. claimed on waivers by any other team in the this NFL. Is, this That's is 101 fact. dummy for Cleveland Browns football fans. So I'm just trying to just, you know, understand. Yeah, this. the practice That's squad, of course, there were people that went on practice squads after they got cut from 53-man rosters. That's not starting for other teams when you're on the practice squad. That's like Cade York going to where it was, uh, Tennessee. Is that where he wanted Tennessee to go? Tennessee now, yes. That's not starting. That's not being the you know the the next superstar kicker that we thought, you know, he's right. He's not uh, Justin Tucker. He's All right. Backing up. All right. The Get other to your point. That, the other thing that bothers me is that the Browns are arrogant in that they failed to pick up a fifth-round draft pick that the Baltimore Ravens did not have room for, and that's Q. Blue Kelly. I I complained about that a little bit the other day. Okay. Uh, he went through and got claimed by the Seattle Seahawks, who did not have priority over the Cleveland Browns. That means the Browns did not put in a claim for him. Okay. And what did the Seahawks do? They let go a guy named Artie Burns. Mm. Eddie Burns, okay, he's a little bit on the decline, uh, that is true, but mm. he was a first-round draft pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm. and uh, he w is available for, or at least his contract was um, in the range of like uh, $1 million of salary and a $1 million of bonus or something like that. Okay, He's out there. So mm. I think, you know, to me it's kind of incredible that the Browns have a roster of cornerbacks who are so good, or defensive backs, I should say. Yeah. We don't need a fifth-round draft pick from Baltimore that suddenly became available, and sure. we don't need a former first-round draft okay. pick from Pittsburgh. But, but Elliot, How did that here's, happen? But here's my take on that, though: is you're, you know, as a Browns fan, you're you're upset, you're complaining about that. But there are yeah. all these other teams that didn't do what the Browns didn't do either. So why aren't you know? You know what I'm saying? Like this guy Burns, I mean, or the other mm -hmm. guy, why didn't other teams? Um, I mean, yes, the Browns are arrogant. Well, they did. The Seattle Seahawks did claim him. <laughs> <laughs> the well, Seahawks are smarter than us. Well, no, but this guy, okay. Yes. And no, meanwhile, I, I, what we did do is we claimed a guy 
from Kansas City that's an undrafted, undrafted. free agent. Well, we we're into that, that this year. Better. We're into that. He's These undrafted. Better. Come on, guys. We got Ronnie Hickman now. We got uh, the, the linebacker that I can't pronounce his last name, but he's he's really cool when he talks. Everybody thinks he's, you know, he doesn't – he doesn't remember the last play, but he, and he doesn't remember the next play. He just plays for the in the moment. What's the guy's name? He was talking at practice, talking at practice about not forgetting about the past. Dear and, Dear yeah, playing for the future, and everybody loves that. He's oh, you know we love uh, that. Well, maybe yeah. he should be in concussion protocol if he can't remember the plays. Well, that's that's not a good thing. Hold on, Elliot. Hold on a second, Steve. The only 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 argument I can make. Uh, as this gentleman is a former first-round draft pick, didn't the Browns pick uh, that offensive lineman who got cut, Leatherwood, who was yes, a former number did. one draft pick? They so, so and they, yes. Andrew Barry has a history of picking former number one draft picks and bringing them in. So obviously the Browns. Let me ask you this: This Steve. gentleman wasn't worth the waiver wire pickup. And let's talk, Elliot. I'm going to well, come he, right he's back. Not on, yeah. He, He's not on the waiver wire. There is still a chance that the Browns could sign this guy because he's a veteran. When he gets cut, oh, okay. he doesn't go on the waiver wire. And the Browns right. could well, still take him. But I just right. I to me it's just kind of arrogant to think that, well, our scouting is better than Baltimore. And if Baltimore was trying to put this guy on their practice squad or whatever, we think that well, he's I, probably not as good as some of our undrafted free agents, even though they took this guy in the fifth round. I just think, you know, I, I kind of trust the – I don't trust the management at the highest level, at the general manager level of the Baltimore Ravens, but I do trust their scouting system. And if they took a cornerback at the fifth round, it's probably worth taking a flyer on them. That's all I'm saying, especially if they if the Browns were dissatisfied with the results that they achieved in uh, summer camp. Uh, with their own defensive backfield, <laughs> they should take a flyer on a guy that the Ravens thought highly of to take him at the fifth round. Why not? I don't. I really don't know anything about the guy from Kansas City. I I do know that they liked him uh, well enough to cut AJ Green, who I thought has always played well for the Browns. He was a uh, when they uh, signed He's him as an undrafted player, rookie free agent. They signed him for. He got the highest pay that year of any undrafted rookie free agent. So, mm. well, yeah, I, but, I know, thought he played well, but he uh, did play apparently well. this guy is better. But you know, uh, AJ Green, I think he's a four-seven guy in the forty-yard dash, and cornerback is one position where speed really matters. What's and this so, new guy run? Uh, he, he's a four-five-one, four-five-two, something oh, like okay. that. Well, maybe Jim Schwartz liked it. Well, I think they probably, you know, they did get a chance to play against him in the exhibition games. And, they did. Uh, they probably okay. liked what they inter- I want to do a quick uh, break here. The, my draft has started, so I'm going to need your input here in oh, about okay. a minute. So, okay, right. back to you, Elliot and Steve. Yeah, I would take Heidi Klum, you know, in any kind of fantasy <laughs> situation. There I don't care go. how old she is. I will take Heidi Klum. I'm still I'm I- still going with the local girl, uh, Haley Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, let me know who the choices are. Okay, yeah, really. I, it's coming up. I, I've, got, I've got two picks before me, so I'll let you know here when I get to my pick. Oh, where are you picking? Anything. I'm number... Um, I'm number eight. There's 14 of us. Number I'm, eight. I'm right number in the middle. Eight. Yeah, I'm okay. right in the middle. So, so who's off the board? Okay. Okay. So off the board, um, let me show you. Um, I'm on oh, the clock. Give us, there, give us two or three choices okay. to pick. All from. right. So I got uh, I got Cup, the wide receiver from the Rams, uh, yeah. running back Robinson of Atlanta, Barkley, the ro- running back. So they got uh, De- well, Devontae, I don't like any of those. Devontae I don't Adams. Either. They got Diggs or Chubb. I'm going with Chubb. I don't care. Chubb, go oh, Chubb, 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 Chubb. Yeah, All Chubb is going to get more work than ever before because they have no alternative. So they're going to have to give him lots of chances. Yeah, okay, so I took busy returning kicks. So. I took I took the running back. I'll let you know. I'm going to go with quarterback next. So I think we should go quarterback right. after the running back. Okay, back to you guys. Okay. 
Well, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you guys this about um, some of these guys. Okay, so Demetric Felton and Cade York. We've talked endlessly mm-hmm. about the memorial of Cade York and then Demetric Felton. These are two guys that have now um, signed on the practice squads. Demetric Felton is with the Bengals, who we're going to be playing next week uh, in Cleveland. That'll be very interesting. Uh, Cade York now is in Tennessee. Um, yeah. Now, now, also, another – let me ask you. Yeah. Let me just before I let you guys, uh, the other guy, AC green, I think AJ AJ green was, AC green's a basketball player. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) True. Um, so all these moves, where do you, where do you like there? Elliot, you were talking about Demetric. I'm sorry. I cut you off. Yeah. Felton, um, you know, uh, I think the Browns basically liked, um, Felton um, and would have taken him on their own practice squad, but the Bengals lost their return guy. Uh, yep. They were hoping to sneak him onto their practice squad. And remember that you can promote a guy from the practice squad, have him play on opening day. Um, uh, but their their return guy got claimed on waivers, I believe. Isn't that right? I and, think he uh, did. I think oh, no, he did. I've been on the road for two days. Yeah, so. he did. He's going yeah. to uh, crap. Um, he's going to a crap. It's going oh, to crap. Arizona. He's going to Arizona. <laughs> oh, okay. No, wait, that's tank. Yeah, that is, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's probably about the same thing. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so they will probably. I would not be surprised, but I if Felton doesn't play for Cincinnati on opening day. I think he takes the kickoff. Yeah, I think he takes the kickoff on opening day, gets his temporary promotion to the active squad for Cincinnati. It's a good move for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, He'll he'll take it uh, five yards deep in the end zone and make it out to the 14-yard line. Yeah, I I think he's a competent player. He's not, you know, a fantastic talent. I always thought that Felton should have gotten a chance as a slot receiver rather than too. running back. I, he always caught the ball when they threw it to him, but he didn't always make yards when they handed it off. So, Well, when Baker was there, apparently he didn't like throwing to him for some odd reason. I can think of a few games that Felton was open, yeah. and Baker decided to either throw an incompletion to somebody else or run out of bounds before right. the first down marker. So. Yeah, and he was great catching the ball at UCLA. I mean, Felton was. You know, mm-hmm. I understood the pick when they did it. There were some weird things that happened with uh, Baker's politics with certain personalities. Plays, yeah, certain players. He didn't like certain players. He didn't like to uh, throw the ball to Nick Chubb, and perhaps he didn't like. Throwing I'm the ball excited to, to see what Nick Chubb does this year. Just, I mean, Me I think too. all all of us are you know, the projections on how he's going to perform and the fact that I think now without Kareem Hunt there, the, I mean, I think it's just going to be a different feel. And um, right. you've got to, I mean, you, you got to like our chances. The ball yeah. to Nick Chubb more than ever before. Yes. And I think he's going to get more touches than ever before. I think he has to because the Browns still don't really have a proven number two running back. Right. And, uh, you know, we're hoping that Jerome Ford is going to be the guy, or yes, maybe this new kid that they got. Uh, well, at least Pierre, Pierre Strong, Strong played England. an entire game once, so I'll give him credit there. Oh boy, that you know, <laughs> it's better that's than Jerome fantastic. Ford. <laughs> when we have our pick, all right, guys, I'm on the clock. I'm all going right, quarterback. Got? I got Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. Burrow Justin Field or Burrow. Justin Burrow. Justin Field. Take Burrow. 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 Burrow, yes. Burrow for sure. Not Massive Josh Allen. Okay. Who who are the other people drafting? Josh uh, Allen plays in a very tough defensive division. Yeah, but his projected points are higher than Joe, Joe Burrow's. He's projected. No, I I I uh, I have uh, they put man. No, there there, there are like no Josh defenses Allen? in our. <laughs> there's. I like Josh Allen, but I I think that okay. he has to play. I'm going to trust you. Okay, I'm going with Joe Schmo. I'm going with Joe Schmo. Here we go. Uh, 
Do you get he fantasy points? Receiver. I just did it. How, how many my, yards the quarterback? I, by has? the name, I'm the I'm the fanatical elves on in this draft. By the way, just wanted to let you know that I'm supporting oh, okay. the uh, oh, the uh, first fans for sports network. Um, before we get any further, and before we go to the break, I want to we're going to take a quick break. But I did want to talk about to you guys about if you like NFL football. Do you guys like NFL football? I love mm-hmm. NFL football. There's well, a guess right here. <laughs> guess what? You what? can go to contest uh, at fans or contest well, dot fans dot fans sports dot com. There you and go. you can register for four, four tickets, free tickets up to a five thousand dollar value to anywhere in the United States at an NFL game in week one. Fans First Sports is going to pay your way or going to pay those tickets. Uh, all you got to do is enter the contest, and it's contest.fansfirstsports.com. Many of you have already signed up. They're going to be doing the drawing, I believe, on September 4th. They'll announce the winner that day. Or, well, the, or deadline, the, next, uh, the deadline is, is September 4th. The deadline to enter is September 4th. So you have yeah. till then. And then they'll announce the winner, I believe, on September 5th. So please go to that contest at contest.fansfirstsports.com. We are supported by Fans First, and they are exploding. We had the most downloads. I don't know if you guys saw this. We had the most downloads on Fans First Sports um, in one day uh, to yesterday. That was our biggest wow. for across the all the affiliates across the country, and we're only really? growing and getting bigger. We've got some really established affiliates. Unfortunately, one of them is in Pittsburgh, but that's okay because they. Um, and then we've got the San Francisco 49ers, and we've got a number of and uh, major league baseball teams, including the New York Mets, 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 and uh, we're just growing, and so. Uh, Steve and Elliot and all of us are part of that uh, journey. And we'd love for you to listen to our programming. We're going to break real quick for a a commercial and we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be silent for like three seconds. So we're all going to be quiet. Okay. We're going to break. This is the fanatical elf show. Okay. We're back. (laughs) Wow. Did you like those commercials? Weren't those commercials great? If you were listening, were you're fantastic. like, yeah. Now, I if you're watching you. us, you're going, these guys look really weird. We're watching. This guy, so they're acting a little goofy. Well, the guy that. What I'm was the talking. name of that pawn shop they were talking about? I wanted to write that down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, let's continue our conversation. I just, I wanted to kind of get into this a little bit of the, uh, we've already talked a little bit about these teams, but in our division, the Bengals, the Steelers and the Ravens. I'd like your takes. I know you guys are paying attention to that. Um, and I know off air, we've talked mm-hmm. a little bit about some of these moves. So I'd like you to share out a little bit of that information with uh, those that are listening tonight. Uh, Elliot, you want to start about your favorite Baltimore well, Ravens just the team? teams in general? Yeah. And just when, how they I, were, I how, really, yeah. What they've done with everything. I really with their- think the Steelers are underrated. I think that they, are building up a solid defense. I still think that football is won by defenses and the Steelers are not doing anything that is super colorful, but they're Mm -hmm. building that Steelers defense back up. And I really respect what they're doing. I think that the Baltimore Ravens are being built like the fans are running the team and they're loading up on wide (laughs) receivers and they've depleted their defensive backfield and yes, I, I don't I don't really like what they're doing. I don't really understand the thought process. I think they have the greatest uh, two-way threat at quarterback in NFL history, and they're trying to convert him into a uh, you know a downfield passer, and I don't really see what the point of that is. And I just don't like the the way that the offense is going. They got Todd Monken as their offensive coordinator. We tried that experiment in Cleveland. It didn't work Mm -hmm. that well. I don't know what they're doing. So I think that uh, there's going to be a lot of points scored in the division. A lot of the points are going to be scored against Baltimore. (laughs) And, uh, you know, that's why Joe Burrow, I think, is a really good investment. Also, by the way, Cincinnati lost three defensive backs to free agency. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to give up a lot of points. Yeah. 
I think that the Steelers and the Browns are probably the teams that have improved the most. And I don't really think that uh, Cincinnati is in a position to dominate like they did the past two years. Mm-hmm. And I don't really understand what Baltimore is doing. Uh, Steve? I agree with Elliot. I mean, you never can uh, take the Steelers for granted. They've got a great head coach, never had a losing season. Yep. Uh, you you know, uh, you can laugh all you want to about uh, little hand Kenny Pickens, uh, but they always build great <laughs> defenses. And Elliot's right. You get into those last six, seven weeks of the season, and that's when the defense makes – uh, uh, makes the difference. Uh, I also agree with Baltimore. God only knows what they're doing. They're, they're struggling on offense. And like they're trying to turn Lamar Jackson and Jacoby Brissett. And it right. just ain't going to work. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Hey, and as for t- Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, no, uh, I, I think it will work. I think he will be Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> but he used to be an all-pro quarterback. Uh, MVP of the league the last time yeah, he played a full season. Why do you want to have these? He hasn't played a full season in three years. He's always hurt at the end of the year. And as for Cincinnati, uh, you know, uh, all the big talk was, well, they finally got their uh, left tackle, Orlando Brown Jr. Well, let's see how he does against Miles Garrett. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, I, I think, you know, Orlando Brown is a very good football player, but I think yes, he's he is. really good for the run and maybe all the time that he's played, he's played for a very mobile quarterback. And he, I don't know yeah. that he's really that great as a pass block. Stationary. Yeah. When you're, we'll you're blocking out. for Pat Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. And, and then also Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So I don't know if, if that's really comparable to it's really going to be yeah yeah plus the Bengals tend to have a very uh shallow drop or they station him about seven or burrow that is about seven yards he's got a very quick release very quick yes and and i always wonder why don't you let him throw from 10 or 12 yards back i think he has a strong enough arm to make that throw and, but they don't do it. There's seven yards. He doesn't have it. the time. <laughs> well, the teams are really going to well, have more time if he went from further, further back. That's the point. But they don't do it. And I don't know. I don't know if that's really a great plan. Well, gonna, the Browns yeah, are going to find out about his uh, how well his leg is on September 10th. So uh, Cincinnati always has a good defensive line. Like mm-hmm. Elliot said, they lost. Mm-hmm. Both are starting safeties and uh-huh. and in a corner. Um, they got to replace them. They mm-hmm. have a they had a young guy on the roster in the last year who played pretty good, but mm-hmm. you know you, you we'll find out um, September tenth. Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to find out, points, but they will yeah. give up points. Yeah. There's going to be a. I mean, we're going to find out a lot when all these teams. The Browns play everybody in the division right off the bat. I mean, everybody yep. is kind of we'll find same out early. Boat. We are. We're going to find out. It'll be uh, very interesting to see how they transition from that first game to week two when they go to Pittsburgh playing Monday night football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they will be wearing their white helmets with their alternative um, uniforms in that game. So that'll be entertaining for whatever, you know, and maybe good luck uh, for the Browns when they travel to Pittsburgh that game. Um, Let me ask you this uh, a little bit of a shift in subject, but I brought this up on <laughs> social media yesterday and I got a little bit of a, a, a Oh, now what'd you do, John? <laughs> well, I think Steve, you saw it on the X. Um, oh, okay. I, okay. So Dustin Hopkins is the new kicker of the Browns. Okay. Oh. Well, they posted, someone posted his, it's been circulating that they, they, he immediately, and I will just say this: I have the I have the backing of Joel, who's not on our show tonight, but he did make a comment that seems to be in support of my my thought process here. If you listen to this kid, and I know I didn't catch the whole interview, but he talks immediately on this interview about how it's really hard to kick in Cleveland in the stadium with the weather, and he brought up some other teams along the lake, like Chicago and Buffalo and whatnot. It's just the idea that the kid's bringing it up. He's already talking about how 
it's difficult. The wind, it's 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 unex, unex, you know, unexpected. You don't know. And I just, I said, well, this kid's already got like he's already planning on missing, and mentally already messed up. And so then I got a lot of blowback from all these fans who are like, <laughs> man, like call, like dude, I'm just like. I don't know. Maybe it's because I listen to people, you know, during the day, and I—that's part of my job. On the on, and uh, it just seems like this kid's already set up for failure, and, I, and he hasn't even made a kick. But it's like, oh, excuse me if I miss a few, like up front. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, I think that the Browns are going to accommodate him by ordering good weather for all the games this season. Yes, and, yes. Uh, Andrew Barry. You're right, design A good weather. He has to take this as a challenge and not think of it as an excuse. That's a bad mindset to have if you're a kicker. I mean, he talked he's about the challenge, but he's also mentioning all these things that are going to prevent him from doing a good job. And I'm like, yes. why do you, you can't mix the two in a conversation? Well, technically, you can. Uh, okay. I think I think he was. I think he's the one I got from it. Is yeah, he's he wanted to talk about how 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 the weather changes uh, kicker's accuracy and he's ready to take the challenge. So, okay. you know, yeah, he seems, I'll it. say this. He seems more confident, obviously, than Cade York's coming out. As, uh, you know, he's a younger kid. Hopkins, I don't know how much older he is, but you can tell that he's a little bit more uh, savvy and mature, um, been around the league, made He's some mis- pressure situations. So let's right. We've had no, enough. No, we've no. had enough bragging. So if he if he wants to come oh, across as and then they brought in this forward. other guy, they brought in the other kid that I can't pronounce his name just to give him a challenge, which is interesting. So now well, they have always Hopkins. keep a practice squad kicker. So yeah, I'm glad okay. I wanted to have that. I think that's the best thing. Uh, competition is the best mm-hmm. thing that you can do to keep a kicker humble. The Browns have yeah. modeled their kicker for two years or one year, I guess. It seemed longer, but a year <laughs> and change. Oh, my gosh. That was so stupid. You cannot uh, do that. Yeah. That does not help him. So bringing in a second kicker is um, mandatory. You should have a competition every year, even if yeah. it's very low chance that the second guy is going to make it. So I, absolutely, this is a good thing. You got to at least get to know somebody in case you need one. Maybe your top guy gets injured or something, and so you have to sign somebody. Mm-hmm. So there are people out there that you know, that's got to be a good thing. So definitely bring in a guy for the practice squad. It's very important to have people who can score points. Come on, it's very simple. And plus, you know, <laughs> well, no, yeah, uh, kickers can talk to all the coaches they want to, but. Uh, talking to another kicker is is a lot more important. So he's got a sounding board right there on the team. Yeah, well, they Kate York probably could have used. Yeah, talking the, to Kate York is going to help you. I don't think so. Oh well, Kate York <laughs> could have probably used one after that now, Chargers game last year now, when he now missed the two te- kicks. The team, the Browns, were actually down at the stadium today which is a little yeah. unique and kind of prepping them. And there were interviews there. Well, they the got players. a new kicker, so they got to get him out of there on the field. That's right. Beautiful day, by the way, here in Northeast Ohio. All of See, Ohio. Andrew Barry a, already signed the, a good the, day. The, 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 there wasn't a cloud in the sky, and it's been really good weather. And now it's supposed to start heating up. And I'll tell you, next week's forecast here in the Buckeye State is hot and steamy. It's going to be back to summertime. It's going to be temperatures in the 90s. Uh, we'll see if it cools off by September 10th, but I was looking at the long-range forecast. You, it's... you have no idea what hot and steamy is. <laughs> no idea. Now, 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 come on now. I lived in Wichita for 26 years. And, There's nothing you know, steamier and, than a muggy And you're going to say, well, it's dry heat. Well, yeah, it's a little dry heat, but we had our days in Wichita where it got pretty humid. That wind comes up from New Orleans and the south. There are there were you know you 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 combine ninety four with you know sixty seventy percent humidity. No, it's not Tennessee, Steve. Speaking well, of, you think I, I went to Pennsylvania because while <laughs> we were gone, the heat indices were anywhere between one hundred and two and one hundred and ten. Hey, now I want to. We're talking about this because I we were talking off air, and I just want Steve to share this because I think it's hilarious. 
but he was talking about his journey back from Pennsylvania and where he was and where he li lives. It takes a, a two day. It's a two day travel. Uh, and, day and a half. Yeah, day and a half. But he he mentioned, and this is an unusual city to be to be considering this. But he says that Chattanooga, Tennessee, is the worst city to drive through. Which I'll be honest, I've never been to Chattanooga. I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was that big. But he said it was worse than driving in Chicago it's, and Atlanta. Go it's see. Not, it, it's it's not that it's too big. Uh, I mean, before you get into Chattanooga, you got to come uh, over this mountain, Mount Eagle. Okay. And you got to come down Mount Eagle, and then everybody okay. gets all clustered into position to head oh. across this big bridge. It's called. It, it goes across the Nickajack. Oh. Uh, I would dam, be freaking out. You're scaring me. In, I don't do good driving over bridges. You're already freaking out. Oh, this me is out. a big one, which feeds oh, into the Tennessee River. And then when you get into Chattanooga, before you get into Chattanooga, you have to go through a small part of Georgia. Oh. And there's also an interstate that goes towards Alabama after you get into Georgia, uh, Interstate 59. And then okay. after you get into Chattanooga, uh, before you get into Chattanooga, you go back into Tennessee. Wow. And then you come to an area where you have uh, you've got to make a choice to either go around Chattanooga or into okay. downtown Chattanooga. How and big is you, Chattanooga? Is it like it's, it's like the, the third largest to, city in Tennessee? Maybe so, third or fourth. Uh, Five hundred thousand people. Then, okay, then no, you're no. on this one little interstate, and <laughs> they're trying to improve it, and they've failed to improve it. And at one point you go to uh, I-24 turns into, goes into either 75 North okay. to go to Knoxville, or yeah. it goes 75 South to go to into Georgia. Right. And it okay. all condenses down into oh, like, I see. Yeah. like three so lanes there's... of traffic. Okay. And so it's, it's backed always up. backed up. Always backed up. And then once you get on 75, they made it wider, but it doesn't make a damn bit of difference. <laughs> <laughs> and the 75 into Georgia, the, the interstate coming into Tennessee is like a parking lot. Oh, okay. Every time you go over the bridge, it's a single lane parking lot. Cars wow. as far as you can see. And if there's one accident, it'll back up so quick. Oh. And you're you're just, well, just you're just you're just of all these highways. It's the combination of all the highways, and then the um and then the mountains and these bridges that. Uh, oh yeah, so, it's just it's so ridiculous. Basically, it's I'm a, never going to drive that. <laughs> so I'll oh. just I'll just now. Ch uh, don't get me wrong. Chattanooga is a beautiful city. I mean, can I Tennessee fly there? Aquarium. If I can fly to Chattanooga, I'll just do that. Yeah, why not? Uh, the Tennessee Aquarium down there, which is nice. You got uh, is that got, in Chattanooga? Uh, Okay. Yeah, you got the Lookout Mountain. You've got. Oh, I've uh, heard of that. Right. Yeah, you know, Battle Above the Clouds is what they called it after Ooh. the Civil War. It's, it's okay. You know, they it's it's a nice little tourist town. It really is. But cool. I hate driving through Chattanooga. I'll drive well, through Atlanta. I'll drive through Columbus. I'll drive through Cincinnati. Now, how I did just, let me just okay? So let me ask you this because you drove through Columbus. So what did you think of Columbus? Because I live in Columbus, which he didn't stop and say hi, which I'm a little offended about. But that's okay. I wait. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm right off of 270, but you said you took 70 because you learned a long time ago. You just like to go straight through the heart of the city. I go so straight you, through. Yeah. I, I tried the bypass once, and like I yeah. said, it was like the last 10 laps of Talladega. So when you went, so so I don't want to ever went, do that again. Did you catch 71 then, or did you go over I to catch 71 and go straight uh -huh. down, down and to then Cincinnati, I go across. Cincinnati? Yeah, and then, and then you head to Cincinnati. And then from there, yeah. you said you went to Lexington. You didn't go to Louisville. Yeah, usually, right? usually we go down to Louisville. Yeah, take seventy-one to Louisville. But I don't know what's going on with Louisville. They're, they're doing tough, construction. Man. They had crash on the way up. We got stuck for it. It took an hour off our time. Well, thanks so we, everybody. Uh, yeah. So we drove down to Lexington, and you you go past Keeneland, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, and oh, and I'm up. I'm 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 up on my draft. That's your draft. Who you got? Um. Okay. So I got to go get either another quarterback or a running back. So I've got no um, wide receivers. I got wide receivers. Oh. Okay. Uh, I should probably go get another one though. Okay. Let me go to wide receivers then. I've got McLarion of Washington, um, Williams 
Michael Williams, I think, of the Los Angeles Chargers. I got Jerry Judy's available, Mike Brown, Tyree Lockett, um, Drake London. Uh, any of those guys sound appealing? They're at the top. Tight ends. Oh, what about Pickens? Okay. What about Pickens from Pittsburgh? Would that Pickens. be a, a, Pickens? It's a little bit of yeah, a stretch. What do you think, Steve? What running backs are available. Okay, running backs. Um, we got uh, Williams from Denver. Uh, we got Jonathan Taylor, who we don't know. He can't play until week five. Um, we got Montgomery uh, from the uh, Detroit Lions, uh, Pashio or Cook or Herbert. I got 10 seconds. So you got a quick. Um, I'm going to go it. with Pickett. Here yeah. we go. It's counting down. Pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it. I took it. I took him. I got George Pickens. Yeah, I might. Do. Don't tell pick anybody it. this is the Browns podcast. <laughs> wow, you're 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 picking hey. uh, all AFC North players so far. That, that's true. Well, I did Baltimore. I did pick up D, uh, DK Metcalf um, from the oh. Seattle. Uh, yeah. Seattle oh, there I, you go. And oh. I picked up the the tight end from the uh, Minnesota Vikings that TJ. Um, the yeah. guy that used to play for the Lions, he was my first yeah. tight end I took. So there All you right. go. All right. There you go. Uh, thank Good. you for that. Uh, I, I love your your take there on Chattanooga and fans of the Fanatical Elves Network. I know we we talk Browns, but occasionally we want to you know throw in a little bit about you know just the fun stuff that's going on in our lives. We like to hear your stories. We want to share out our stories. So then you'll follow along. Make sure that you're subscribing on Spotify, Apple. And you don't get this kind of material anywhere else. You don't get people Nowhere. like Elliot. You don't get people like Steve. We are unique and yes, special. We We're very special. Um, we are very special. Special. By the way, I want to let you guys know uh, your 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 um, your golf shirts. I'm still order. They're in the process of being uh, shipped and delivered. So um, I've been talking to the guy, and I think. Uh, these guys have been working their butts off for the our network, and uh, as an early a Christmas gift, they're going to be getting a little golf shirt. So, with the fanatical elves network, by the way, or the with the logo on it, you can go to elves the elves shop, um, and if you want to find uh, and buy anything, you can go to our X page, our Twitter page, and we have the um, the the website there. Um, so click on that. When you go to our fanatical elves network, click on the eye up top. It'll say elves, uh, shop, and you can shop for anything. We got t-shirts, sweatshirts with the fanatical elves logo. Uh, uh, we're buying stuff for all our kids at Christmas because we are diehard Browns fans and, uh, of it's a course. great, yeah, it's a great logo and, uh, we love you following along. Uh, I, what I've always said about uh, the kids that uh, are, are uh, their parents are Browns fans, they are uh, future designated drivers. So, <laughs> so final also, thoughts. If yeah, you're going to get Christmas yeah. stuff, go to yeah. an elf shop. Yes, <laughs> I love it. Uh, we're going to have to we're, we're going to have to really uh, turn that up and, and get fans to start buying our stuff. It's really good stuff. And we got a guy that's working with fans first sports that have set these shops up for some of the local affiliates. And we we're one of the first uh, to sell merchandise and apparel. And so please, if you're listening, you know, consider go going, go, go shopping. These are some great things. Uh, the, the t-shirts have the bigger logo, but they also have the smaller logo that you could put on your um, left or right chest mm -hmm. on your shirt. And uh, just some really cool things. By the way, Elliot's got the coolest microphone. Uh, I know he's used this in other podcasts, but if you're watching our show, this guy just brings it every week. He is he's uh, got the the, the cool uh, glasses and the microphone that is a very um, suits him very well tonight. So final takes uh, on tonight's show. We're going to be uh, I've got my Johnny Cleveland podcast show. Plus, I'm introducing a new. I want I'll just share this out. A new uh, show. I've mentioned it before on another one of my shows. It's going to be called the Browns Rockin' Show, and the Browns Rockin' Show is where we're going to focus on some guys that are really rocking for the Browns and some guys that aren't so rocking on on the Browns during during that week. So we'll be bringing that. We've got the Johnny Cleveland Show uh, coming up later this weekend. 
uh, Steve's got his uh, Dog Pound South show that will be Stephen coming Brown's out. Dog Pound South podcast. Yeah, and probably we, Monday. We appreciate that because you know we're looking at downloads and Steve's uh, show. I mean, you guys who are outside of Cleveland, you're listening to that show because we're getting lots Good. of downloads for Steve's show, and we love that. And every week we got Elliot with the Brownie Axe, and then uh, he helps us out with the Fanatical Elves show, and sometimes he joins. Joe joins uh Joel Cade with the what the elf was that as well. So What's they the they they've turned tuned up their show with the Brownie Axe. It's an awesome, I love that title. And I you gotta too. catch these guys, and uh they just bring it every week. So uh final takes this week, uh before we uh, say goodbye to our fans. Either yeah, one my, my final take is this that what we learned this week is that the Browns don't have the depth that we were all thinking, or most of us were thinking that they had. We learned that uh, there's a concern in a lot of positions that uh, we're not, uh, you know, we have got this guy who's an undrafted free agent. We think he's going to be really good, but we found out that, well, you know what, when they hit waivers, nobody wanted them. They weren't really that good. That's uh, the hard, cold truth. How does that we, hold out for the season then, Elliot? Should we not? We should ignore what we're talking about today as far as that bottom tier of the 53 and just know that we do yeah. have a, well, a solid group yeah, at the top? I, I, think, I think that there's a lot of players that, that are on our 53-player roster who could have been waived and would have also cleared waivers. I think there's probably about – maybe 45 guys that would not have cleared waivers and the roster is not as strong and deep as we thought. And uh, that's just the, the okay. truth of, it. you know, there's Steve, guys who can yeah. play, but they're not yeah. really that good. Okay. Steve. Well, I kind I kind of like their depth in certain positions. I would agree with Elliot and others. I, I had heard that they tried to, trade AJ Green before they released him had no takers mm. so that okay. makes Elliot's point perfect right there yeah yeah um final thoughts uh let's just hope for good practices good injury free practices everything yeah. comes together nicely before September 10th yeah on my Monday show I'm going to discuss the good and bad of uh illegal streaming I know Ooh. there are people out there who don't want to pay the uh, NFL right. Sunday ticket. Some have to, some don't. Yeah. I don't want to go sit in a bar every damn Sunday. It gets a little expensive. And when I was a I Browns do. backer president, I had to do it for 15 years. So, you know, I like to sit at home and watch my own TV. Uh, mm -hmm. But there are ways to do it. And there are some good sites out there. And there are some bad sites out there. So yeah. I was going to talk about that on Monday because I know those people outside of Cleveland and they'd like to stay home, drink their own beer, and go to their own bathroom. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I next week's going to be a full week. We're going to be talking Cincinnati Bengals a lot. We'll be talking about season predictions yeah. probably as well, how the Browns are going to end up doing this year. We'll have some takes on that. So we have a lot coming this week, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for following us here on the Fanatical Elves show and our network, and we're only growing only because of you guys, our fans, and we love you guys. So thanks again, everybody. Have a great night. Go Brownies. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Hoof, hoof, hoof. <laughs> go Browns. See you guys. <laughs>